endless stretches of green. The frozen tundra of the Arctic. Lush South American jungles. This is what climate activists want to save from destruction. But can fighting against climate change also make you rich? My friend Lizzie started investing last year through a trading app, mostly buying popular tech stocks. But she also cares about the environment, and she wants her investments to reflect that. And it's not just her. Millions of people have taken to the streets in recent years to protest climate change, and that movement has also found its way onto financial markets. Many no longer just want investments to make money; they also want them to make the world a better place. In the past three years, investments into sustainable assets have surged by almost 400 percent here in Europe. But what does it really mean to invest green? And is this promise that you can make money while also saving the planet too good to be true? To answer that question, I'm on my way to see one of Germany's green investing heavyweights. Paul Buchwitz manages sustainable stock portfolios for the German asset manager DWS. He's been very busy lately, thanks in large part to my generation. We have the millennials. They are now represent 50% of the global workforce, and for them, sustainability is very important. So they will invest their money in a different way uh, compared to uh, their parents, for example. So is green investing profitable? A couple of years ago, it was always like, oh, if you want to um, invest in a sustainable manner or green, then you have, yeah, you might sacrifice performance for that. But now it's, it's the narrative is turning into: if you want to make performance, you better invest uh, in a sustainable manner, or you invest green. Because especially last year, we have seen that most of the sustainability funds, uh, passive and active, outperformed the broader market. So I'm looking here at one of the top European sustainability stock funds. It includes about 400 different companies that all are labeled as ESG. Maybe you already know this acronym. It stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. So basically, these are companies that are committed not just to environmental sustainability, but also uh, to taking care of their workers and to being governed in an ethical way. Some of these names might surprise you. In finance, sustainable doesn't just mean, for example, a wind turbine maker. It can also mean a company like Nestle, which has been increasing its use of renewable energy and introducing more recyclable packaging, like for these Smarties candies. But wait, Total is an oil driller. Rio Tinto is a metals miner. BP was behind one of the biggest oil spills in history. How can any of these companies possibly be considered sustainable? First of all, I recommend every investor before investing understand your investment and ask your advisor, especially about those titles that you find in those ETFs or, or, or funds. Why is this oil company, for example, in the fund? Um, but the, the space is very diverse, and there are many strategies. So there is not one solution for all. There is not no shortcut. You have to make up your own mind. So how do you decide what is considered green? So what we are doing is. Uh, when we want to evaluate investments, we are using uh, as a support third-party data provider. If every data provider is saying, "All right, this is really a green company," then the chance is quite high that is really the truth. Here's an example of how that might work: Are you a company dependent on coal or other fossil fuels? Do your employees work in dangerous conditions? 
are all of your executives middle-aged white men? If so, you might end up with a failing sustainability grade. The problem, though, is that these ratings aren't always scientific. They can be based on a company's pledge to someday become more sustainable. It's based on a promise, and promises are easily broken. Daniela Gabor is a critic of green investing. She says the industry is overrun with greenwashing or labeling non-green assets as green to make money. My question would be, who defines green? It cannot be that we leave the terms of the greening finance agenda to private finance, because it's in the same way to me if you left the, uh, uh, I don't know, the health agenda to tobacco companies. What is their incentive there? It's the same for the private finance company. Their incentive is to continue with practices that generate profits and to minimize the regulatory uh, reach of the state. That's not to say that there aren't environmentally sustainable assets out there. It's just investors' responsibility to find them. And luckily, it is getting easier. Asset managers like Paul Bukowitz and companies are being forced to disclose more data about the climate impact of their businesses. And that is a step in the right direction. But is green investing really powerful enough to turn the tide of climate change? After this, I'm skeptical. And so is Daniela. Over the last five years, what we thought was a lot of ground that we had gained, it looks like it's a lot of ground that we are losing. But we need to mobilize beyond thinking that with my individual financing decisions or with my individual savings decision, I will make a difference. I don't think that's, that, that will get us very far. Lizzie is more optimistic. She hasn't given up on green investing, but she's going to do a lot of research. Maybe it's not a silver bullet, but as we wait for politicians to get serious about climate change, even the smallest individual action is better than sitting on the sidelines watching the devastation of our environment.